0: Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123.
1: The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain.
0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Another great guest on the show today, Ash Howey. But before we get into the conversation, just want to let you know this show is sponsored by TraderCobb.com, where you can go across and find all of your crypto trading and educational needs. Go to tradercobb.com and join up to the free bi-weekly video newsletter there. Ash Howe, CEO and founder of Rapid ID doing a number of different things within the space of KYc and many other areas as well working with a number of different blockchain companies and growing a huge amount in the identity space Ash thank you so much for being on the show
1: mate Hey Craig pleasure thanks for having me
0: No worries hey look could you just start with a bit of an introduction as to uh, what you who you are what you've come from and, and why you're in the space now with rapid ID?
1: Yeah. Um, look, so I'm the CEO and founder, as you mentioned, uh, of Rapid ID. Uh, the business has come out of the the frustration in the market around identity services. Uh, a lot of them tend to be very clunky, um, you know, very expensive and hard to implement. So we wanted to create a solution where you could have everything in the one place. And we wanted to provide a really good, um, you know, scope and coverage of individuals. So we wanted to be able to verify basically anyone, anywhere, anytime in real time.
0: So basically, we all know being in the blockchain and cryptocurrency space and crypto asset space that there's a lot that we need to do. And often it takes quite some time to get verified, uh, not just in this space, but in other areas as well. Effectively, what you're trying to do is create a faster gateway to an outcome. Is that
1: right? That's absolutely correct. Um, instead of, you know, having to upload you know, utility bills and take a picture of yourself holding up a piece of paper um, saying "I am this person on this date," uh, we want to be able to provide the tools that allow individuals to get onboarded and verified in real time using, you know, things like identity documents, so a passport or a driver's license. We can do, uh, you know, facial recognition to match their face against that document, and then even verify that document against an issuing government agency. So all those. Um, you know little checks that create an overall picture about who you are we can all do that in real time
0: now we we know right now that uh, there's a lot of conversation going on about data there's a facebook probe there's all these different things that are happening about the loss of data how it's being used sold manipulated whatever you want to call it and there's, there's of course the hacks that, uh, that come into it i mean how is rapid id going to keep us safer than uh, some of the other options that are out there currently
1: uh, look it 's a very simple uh, answer and it's it 's our core um, DNA what what drives us and and myself personally um, the zero knowledge protocol is is absolutely what is needed um, if you 've got any information you 're always going to be at risk of having that information hacked so with any um, terms of the data breach rapid ID actually doesn 't store or collect personal information so that 's how we are kind of disrupting this space um, once we 've helped verify an individual. Um, by matching their information against, you know, uh, identity records and, and systems that are held, um, we discard that information so that we'll never end up with a, you know, conglomerate of a, a database that is a, a target for hackers. So individuals that um, use Rapid ID uh, through businesses that work with us, their information is always going to be much more secure and safe with us.
0: So it's not stored anywhere; it goes in the front gateway of,
1: of X. Business and then comes to you. You verify it, goes back. It's not stored. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Yeah, your your information. Let's take uh, let's take you know myself for example. You know when I'm born, I get issued a birth certificate. That birth certificate is is held you know at a at a government database somewhere. Um, What we're doing is we're verifying that information against that source that already exists because we can't remove that, but. We then verify it. We provide the parcel fail response back to the business who's trying to verify myself, and we then discard that information. So what was provided to us? We actually you know, encrypt and then delete um, so that there's never any record of that personally identifiable information. Obviously, there's a transaction ID to say, yep, uh, you know we did a check um, at this time, but nothing sensitive or personal is actually ever stored or recorded on our system.
0: So can you give us a bit of an example as to uh, the types of businesses that you're looking to work with?
1: Look, uh, absolutely. And I mean, we are um, very much uh, getting a lot of interest from the uh, ICOs and, and, and blockchain decentralized platforms. Uh, so companies that are requiring any form of ID verification to provide a service, whether it's um, remittance bureaus, um, banking um, services, uh, other financial institutions that are non-banking um, you know, real estate, uh, lawyers, accountants—basically, you know, there's a lot of uh, application for our service. And under, and actually understanding who the other person is behind the device that you're dealing with.
0: Okay, so you've been around in the space for a while. How long's Rapid ID been uh, up and doing its thing for?
1: Yeah, we've been in R&D for a few number of years now, uh, but officially launching at the beginning of uh, January uh, this year. And look, we've been, we've been doing quite a few interesting things, um, you know, behind the scenes, some of the um, government agencies we've been talking to, other um, big sort of technology companies. Uh, and yeah, we've, we've got, you know, quite a few interesting plans for the future.
0: No, it sounds like a fantastic idea. And the whole idea of um, two sides of this is, is, is it's a bit quicker, well, hopefully a lot quicker, but also that safety. I mean, often when you put your details into a website, for example, and you, you're going through that process, I, I do wonder. I mean, I need to do it to open accounts or to do this or to do that, but you think, where's this going? Exactly. Where does it end up? And uh, you say, like, for the businesses that you're working with, that front end that I put in, my information, my name, my address, yada, yada, is that front end then essentially raise? so it, it doesn't exist other than for the for the purpose of rapid ID confirming I
1: am who I am back to the business, and then it's gone. If if it's using our front end, absolutely. Um, however, we we provide a service um, for businesses. So the individual business that you might be transacting with, and look. Um, not not confirming if if they are a business or not of ours, but let's just say let's take Airtasker for example. Um, if you uh, want to sign up and use Airtasker for example to be uh, you know yourself for hire, uh, when you give your information to Airtasker, there's they're probably going to hold your information because that's the service that you're using. But if they need to verify you, we're going to match that information against the records. And Rapid ID doesn't actually store or collect it. Now Rapid ID will deal with a lot more. Uh, you know a lot more uh, information and data than what Airtasker would do. So therefore, we would be a higher target if we were storing that information. Um, the thing is that we've decentralized that kind of verification process to put it out to all the originating sources. And then once the check has been done, rapidly discards that information. So anything that's held on the business user end um, we have no control over. That's for you to obviously look at, um, you know, take, assess that risk to say, hey, am I comfortable leaving my first name, last name, date of birth, address with this company? And that's, you know, out of our hands essentially.
0: Okay, fair enough. And have you got any clients at the moment that you're working with that you're sort of uh, kicking along with?
1: Look, yeah, look we're we're going to be at the um the Bitcoin and Blockchain Fair this weekend uh, and one of the uh, main sponsors CoinSpot is actually a, a client of us uh, and they do some pretty amazing things in the digital exchange space at the moment. Um, now being regulated under Austrac, uh, we help provide their AML KYC services for example.
0: Okay, excellent. Now I'm pretty interested in what the future is. I mean, you've you've been in the space for a while. This is a very new business, but it sounds like you're sort of getting some uh, good momentum with it. What does the future hold for Rapid ID and your uh, your vision for the industry and and the business?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking that. Uh, I I personally believe that you know our information as individuals um really does belong to us, and at the moment, um, Rapid ID is trying to help. Um, minimize that risk of uh, our data being monetized, but at the same time, we we also understand that changing a, a process is is a very very um, you know it, it's a it's a hard thing to do, especially when it's so ingrained in our day to day lives. The future of Rapid ID is essentially going to look like a universal profile for everyone. Um, we want to uh, develop a decentralized um, platform, and in in essence, kind of like a marketplace to say. You as an individual, you can have your own individual profile and you can choose who you want to share your information with. So, you know, let's take a a real estate form, for example, if you're applying for a rental property, you provide a lot of personal information in that application. Now, the information that's on on a rental application is not the same information you really need to open up a bank account. You know, you don't need to know my pet's name. For example, so, um, the the information that you want to share can actually be controlled by yourself instead of having to, you know, apply for different services using your information time and time again. Instead of them then storing and holding that on your behalf, um, and then being able to monetize it in a lot of in a lot of circumstances, you then can choose. Who you want to share that information with, and then the business will be able to say, "Hey, we recognise that you've been verified and your profile is verified to our standard that we require. Um, you can use our service or have access to whatever you want to buy from us." That's what Rapid ID wants to eventually get to, but it will take a you know a number of years to, to reach that point. And uh, you know we haven't uh, you know discarded doing a, a initial coin offering. Um, I think there's a, a massive opportunity for identity. Um, you know, in being enhanced on uh, the blockchain, not necessarily a public blockchain. Uh, There's a lot of things obviously still to work out, but there is definitely a future using and leveraging blockchain for identity and rapid ID.
0: Well, it, a couple of things there. I mean, the first one is, I mean, it, it's a very big pain when you've got to open. I mean, with, with crypto, I'm, I'm a trader, right? I've got lots of different accounts and you've got to move mm-hmm. around a lot. And there's a lot of things you've got to do. You've got to fill out the same thing every single time. Effective. If what you're saying with Rapid ID, eventually with you storing that information, I won't need to continue to fill it out. I just sort of uh, execute it across to there and they go, yep, that's fine, and vice versa. That's correct, yeah.
1: Because at some point, you know, there'll be a, 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 you know, you will interact with Rapid ID again through a, a different business, and yep. you know, what we want to be able to say is, hey, um, instead of you know, you having to provide your information again, you've already been verified. We we trust that um, that information and that record. So let's just provide that um, you know conduit between the business and yourself to say, hey, you I know, heard I, this guy, yeah. yeah, exactly. I want to sign in using my universal profile, which is powered by Rapid ID.
0: And our personal data seems to be, it's almost like a new currency. It's funny that people are now starting to actually realize that, wow, all this information I'm putting in Facebook, putting into this, that, and the other, people are out there making money off of this. Why are they making money off of my data? I didn't know that was happening. It's almost like there's been this, like the, the world has woken up to a certain degree that, you know, our information is not actually our information. It's it's in the hands of whoever we seem to give it to, and then they can go ahead and use it however they like not really, but, you know, kind of is. Uh, so it does seem like this is a new wave of currency, uh, understanding and owning our own data.
1: Absolutely. It's, um, it is um, it is actually a little bit scary if you want to dive deep into it. Um, a lot of people uh, are also just, uh, you know, they just accept that this is the way it is. Um, yeah. We we, we don't... Um, no other options. Yeah, we, we don't believe that that should always be the case. And, you know, you look at how things have, have come about in the last you know 20 30 years or so let's take um you know let's look at the switch over from your tv to from analog to digital you know we didn't have a choice to to make that to make that switch um you know and i call that the the leap of faith so switching from analog to digital now that digital process is really a centralized market we want to be able to make the next step we in a you know in a trusted way to say hey let's now decentralize this process and take control back of our own individual data, so that no one else can monetize it. And as you mentioned, you know companies like Facebook, they view their users as products. Um, you know we are the product of Facebook that they sell. Um, that's that's a really simple way of sort of explaining it. Um, but yeah, you know the more information you put out there, the more at risk you are of someone else being able to use it or monetize it in a in a different way. Well, mate,
0: I think it's a pretty amazing uh, sector. It's a new emerging area um, that, as we say, it's only starting to emerge. There are opportunities for people like yourself and Rapid ID to come into this space because there is the knowledge that this our data is out there. It, it's being used by others. And anyone that can, A, help me to get things done faster, because the verification process can take an awfully long time uh it can be quite cumbersome and uh, it can be a bit frustrating uh anything that speeds up the way that we do business uh, i think that's a really really good thing and um, i'm very interested to see what you do going forward is there anything else that you sort of thought would be worthy of uh, telling us about that's coming up in the future
1: uh look you know watch this space i think is the best response
0: <laughs> watch this space and look don't forget guys uh Ash and myself will be at the Bitcoin and Blockchain Fair in Melbourne this weekend, the 16th and 17th of June. Ash, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate having the conversation and uh, learning more about what's going on with our data and uh, and the KYC and AML process. It sounds like you're under a winner here, speeding things up and helping businesses uh, like CoinSpot at the moment, and no doubt many more to come. Thank you so much for being on the show. No, you're welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Craig. It was a pleasure. Excellent. Guys, don't forget this show is sponsored by TraderCobb.com. Jump across to and sign up to the bi-weekly video newsletter. Bye for now.
1: The TraderCobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All TraderCobb courses, products, and tools can be found at TraderCobb.com because experience matters.